Five for Three podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Tuesday. I'm drinking this water. Ah, Silk Sonic. Mm. Okay, I don't know why it took so long for Addison Pack and Bruno Mars to do something because the last two or three songs they've, d- they've done together now have just been fire. And we have, we've been missing this type of music, man. I love this type of music. Old disco? One of my favorite songs, some of you may know, but I'm a drummer, and this is one of my favorite songs. Well, it's uh, it's definitely not this one. It is, oh, is it going to show it up? Sing, sing, sing. Some of you may know it, some of you may not. Sing, sing, sing. Hopefully it's going to show up, otherwise this is going to be a very terrible intro. This is it, there we go. This is it. Listen to that. Old music, man, just hits different. Different gravy. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the 5 for 3 podcast, everyone. It's me, Ty, back again. And after 10 days of lockdown... I am finally, I was finally out in the wild. I was free. I could actually go outside. I could actually meet people. First day out, I got to meet someone, which was great. After being cooped up inside, it actually felt like I was back to uh, reality. Oh, the goal's gravity. Nope. <laughs> you know it. And it was nice. It was actually really nice to finally be outside, even though I missed the best week of sunshine prior to that uh, in my 10 days of isolation and only got nothing but rain. It was raining so bad. It was horrendous the amount of rain we got here. Like I can't I can't even begin to describe how much rain we got. <laughs> the amount of rain we got was ridiculous. And I wonder what kind of summer are we having? Is there even a point to the summer anymore? Is there even a point to us having another summer anymore uh, this year? I feel like this summer doesn't count. We're being cheated on. You know, I, I, is there a ticket we could return? Is there like a returns policy? Is there a warranty for this year's summer? Because honestly, I'm sick of it. I, I can't take it anymore. And I just want to have consistency in, in just everyday life when it comes to this, to this sun. I want to wear shorts. I want to I feel the heat. A lot of people don't know, but, you know, sun is actually really good for your skin. It can make you glow up. Some people may, you know, have acne breakage, but, you know, it's not always about you, okay? It's not always about you. But the sunshine, when it hits your face, and it just gives you that beautiful, beautiful vitamin D. I love it. Absolutely love it. Anyway, we've got got a couple topics to talk about today. But first, we're going to go through a quick recap of... Just how great it's just been to go outside. And I just wanted to go through that at the very beginning. But thanks for everyone who's been listening to the podcast. Uh, That's the first thing I want to say. 
I haven't been saying it as early as I tend to. I tend to say it near the end, actually. But I want to say it right now. I want to say a huge thank you to every single person who's been listening. I know there's not a lot of us out there, but I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for listening in to each week, for those of you who listen to it each week, and for those of you who've sent me your lovely messages and uh, given me feedback on what you've liked about the podcast, and uh, it's, it's you know, I'm happy that this, you know, this little project is part of your, you know, your weekly plan now, and um, if if you ever have any suggestions or anything that you want me to talk about, any questions you've got, <laughs> send them my way uh, because there's definitely a lot of things uh, to 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 go into. And if you're curious about my opinion, obviously I that's what I'm here for to be able to give you all that. But thank you, every single person who's listening weekly. The show goes on. The show goes on. Tomorrow, actually, I'm going to be shooting another podcast or particularly be today for one of my other friends at at uh from uh, from from work and it's going to be a football podcast for for all of you who've loved my football knowledge next week i'll probably drop a uh little uh promo to to that one for anyone who wants to know more about the footballing side i'll try to be as unbiased as possible but for people who probably know me in my circles um i probably have the most <laughs> controversial of thoughts compared to everyone else when it comes to football but my knowledge tends to always stick it tends to i tend to be right most of the time is this me bragging is this me being you know a bit you know i don't know overconfident in uh, my abilities yes maybe yes but i did say that chelsea were going to win the champions league i did say man city were going to win the premier league i was right on all accounts and I was right that Arsenal were not going to be the top four, even top five this year. And I was right on all accounts. Look at that. Anyway, uh, so this week, I wanted to talk about something that had been pondering my mind. A question that before I went back into work, I said to myself, what if when I go back, when there's no masks, there's no restrictions as to people being close to me, or needing to be far away from me, what happens when I'm no longer feel, able to feel as safe as I'd want to be? And that did worry me. <laughs> it worried me a lot. I, I worried that I started to worry about the worst thing that could happen. And those fears, as I was by myself, started to kind of grow and grow a little bit more. And going back to work, I started to dread it a little bit, excuse me. I started to dread it a little bit because I said, you know, what's what's the risk? What's Is it worth it for me to come out of isolation where at least I'm safe at home by myself, where I can, you know, keep the standards to how I want it. I don't have to worry about more people not wearing as many masks. Or do I go back to work and face someone who is going to, you know, try to be as so close to me that they want to kiss me. <laughs> and I don't know about any of you who are, if you're in retail, but people get really close. They like getting really close to you. I get we're human beings and we're designed to get as close to each other as possible, but my goodness, some people will really get up close to you like, hey, let's just, just give me a little space. Just a, just a couple meters, 
not asking for a lot. Let's just try that for a bit. But um, funny enough, as soon as I went back, a lot more people were wearing masks than I realized. But it did make me think about this odd, you know, phenomenon that we do have as humans where the second we start to change something, we start to have so much fear about what things look like. Now, there are reasonable doubts to have change. I mean, changes from, you know, having masks to no masks. I think the government was is, was really taking a gamble. And I think the, if anything, everyone around the UK who are wearing masks, you know, the majority of people still seem to be wearing masks in, you know, confined spaces and buildings and whatever. They are actually taking responsibility for it as opposed to leaving it to the government. Because if... If, you know, if we all follow government guidelines where we all don't have to wear masks, then <laughs> I think, you know, there'll be a lot more pings than there would be if, uh, if if there wasn't. And seeing now, even when I go to work, you know, some people even ask me for a mask. They say, hey, can I wear one? And I'm like, yeah, sure, put one on. And they do. And they don't feel uncomfortable about that, which was different because when it was last year, people hated masks. People absolutely despised wearing them. They found it to be tedious and unnecessary. But given the, I think probably enough people from around their family circles, their friends have gotten it to the point where I think you just can't ignore it, really. But that fear of me getting it did lead me to ask this question for, you know, I'm curious for everyone else really is, you know, when you start to hear that, you know, the next change, whether it's in your life or in this case, uh, having things open up to this extent, it starts to become uncomfortable, right? It starts to become a little uneasy. I became a little uneasy thinking all these things, like so many of these things are going to happen. And, you know, <laughs> without a reasonable doubt, I, I had a feeling that some of these things may not even happen. I mean, you know, I was talking to my friends throughout my isolation who do work, my colleagues who do work there. And one of them just said, well, 20% of people actually didn't wear masks, which was more or less around the same that we were seeing beforehand, just that we allowed them into the store, whereas before we, we didn't allow them access into it. And the second I've been working over the last five days, it's just felt great. There's been no difference. People are still being respectable. You know, there's you know, there's good at work ethics in terms of still cleaning and people wanting to sanitize their hands. And that's great, bro. That's, sorry, I just said bro out of the brew, but that's just fantastic. One of the things that I found about the last year and a half is that people have started to become more clean. And that was the thing I was scared of the most was, are we still going to be as clean as we were? Because the lack of cleanliness is what leads to us picking up this, you know, or getting pinged and having to stay at home and whatever, and not being as safe. But for people to still come in and, and clean their hands and do all these things, that was great. That made me less concerned about what I was thinking the worst of over the last those, those last 10 days. But I also think a part of it was to do with me being by myself for the last 10 days and just being stuck indoors. Your deepest, darkest thoughts start to twist and turn, and they start to create their own narratives. They don't even have to, they don't even have to make sense. You start to just wander off into, almost into wonderland. If any of you have seen 
uh, the TV show Hannibal. It's about this, you know, so it's a prequel to the films, and it's about a detective who is a brilliant, uh, I think it's a psychologist or something like that, and, and his whole gimmick is that when he goes to a crime scene, he's able to accurately depict just how well the 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 criminal was able to enact the, the, the murder or execute what was there. And so because of it, his mind starts to go into a loop and Hannibal Lecter takes an interest in him because of it, because he's curious to see how far he can push this <laughs> this poor guy. And something that I found is the deeper he stayed in that thought, the more he started to fear of him becoming that person. And that's what I think about when I think of fears and doubts and, and these worries that we have as individuals is the longer we let it manifest, the more we let that question of, if I do go back, what if all these things happen? Or if when I do go to uni, what if I do waste all my money? What if I do uh, give away my, my password? What if all these things, what if when I go to, you know, to my friend's wedding, I mess up my, you know, I mess up my best man's speech, all these things, they start to manifest. And then they actually physically start to affect us in reality. I look at this, the Olympics now, I don't know if anyone's watching the Olympics. And I was watching when uh, Simone Biles uh, uh, left to left the USA. And a part of me feels like she was probably in the same boat where she wasn't performing well. And those doubts started to get into her mind. Those doubts of, I don't think I can do this. I know I'm the best in the world, but I just don't know how I could possibly be able to overcome this stumbling block in my head. Now, whether you agree or not that she should have stayed to, to, to participate is probably you know, a fair question for, for each person to to answer and to give reasons for and against. I don't think anyone really is wrong for it. Personally, I think, you know, if you're not performing great, I just think take it up the chin. You know, just show good sportsmanship. You know, show that if you're not if you're not performing to the best, it's it's fine. You let your doubts get to you, reflect on it afterwards and talk about it. But um I do think when we do allow those things to grow so quickly and, and they catch like wildfire, right? It goes from one thing and then the moment someone else tells you, and I feel like this is why Facebook and all those fake news things start to catch so quickly and people believe it so quickly. Because the moment you start to think of something that worries you about something and one small stupid little video or conspiracy theory thread on Twitter or something like that pops up and confirms your fears, it now builds a narrative. And now you're going to look through and see with people who agree with you and who agree with all those things. And it continues and continues and continues and continues and spirals completely out of control and your fears have now become your main priority and you can no longer see the positives and what could and is going to happen. Like one of the positives I found was I can now actually serve more customers who I wasn't able to do before. Before we had to give them the uncomfortable, sorry, because you can't wear a mask, we can't serve you. Or we had to find weird ways of phrasing it without sounding, you know, like we're <laughs> douchebags pretty much. 
but it's great. It's great now that we can just do that. And I never thought of that when I was thinking about what fears I would have going into it. I only allowed that to be a stumbling block. And I find as a creative, maybe if you're a creative as well, or if you have certain goals, whether it's saving money or whatever, whenever you create that stumbling block, fear of, I don't think I can do this. Once you put that into place, you're never going to be able to surpass that. Because the moment you affirm that you're incapable of doing so, the more you repeat the pattern and the more you fail and you fail and you fail and you fail and you fail again. And as humanity, for, for those of you who know, um, I am a Christian. So for me, my, uh, my core is rooted in Christ. And uh, in the Bible, what you find is if you so if you're you know if you're someone who loves reading, read the Old Testament. It's a it's, it's a beautiful book that just shows the downfall of mankind and leads perfectly into the New Testament. But when you read the Old Testament, you see mankind continuously falling down a spiral. They reach the peak. They they get everything that they're promised by God, and then they continuously fall time and time and time again because they start to let themselves you know get ahead they start to get ahead of themselves <laughs> they really start to get ahead of themselves and they continuously fall and fall and fall and fall and for them in that time their mindset was i don't think anyone can help us because we're just useless we're just going to keep going back to the same thing over and over again and it's if you were around the time before you know you thought someone was going to save you it's easy for you to say, the second I walk out that door, there's no point. I am just going to sin or I am going to be captured by the Romans. There is no God. And for anyone who is in, you know, is doing tests and, you know, hoping to get a better mark, if you say to yourself, I'm going to fail, you're more likely going to fail because you've told yourself you want to. You've you've created that that fear has become your reality. It's become the thing that you want as opposed to what you didn't want before. In, instead of you wanting to pass and succeed, you've now chosen that the fear you have of failing is what you want to win. Now, a lot of motivational speakers will tell you the fear of failure should be the thing that pushes you to succeed. But what I'll say to that is don't just see don't just see losing as the reality of what will happen before it even happens. It's like a sports team, right? What's the point of playing the sport? Even if you're not one of the best teams, going out on that pitch and just being so worried that you're already going to lose 3-0 and 4-0, that there's no point for you or for your team to be there, the supporters to be there. Once you do that, you've manifested that defeat into your mind you've let your performance down you're gonna let your team down you're gonna let everyone else down you're gonna let the people around you down that fear is crippling that those doubts those worries they can go from something so small as from a i don't know if i'm gonna pass today to then spending three years on a course and having to retake it again and having to spend another nine grand to retake the course, or maybe having to pay more money to do a, a driving test. 
And it's that fear, it's that question that grows. It's it's quite scary. <laughs> and at times, I find myself falling into that pit. A lot. I have so many film ideas, so many creative ideas that I have, but I find myself time and time again going, the moment I start to want to manifest this into reality is the moment I start to fear the most, thinking no one wants to watch this, no one want, cares about this, no one, why would anyone want to do this? And the more I start to read articles about how, you know, what type of stories to tell, what to avoid, I start to go see, I just know it's not going to happen. I just know there's no point. It was the same mentality I have, I had when I was thinking about going back into work was, oh man, all the, you know, people are going to try and talk to me and then I'm going to be like, oh, how do I keep distance as I spend my, you know, all these things where these negative unnecessary fears in my head and at no point I'm thinking now did I ever just go isn't it going to be a much more positive atmosphere knowing that we're getting closer and closer to just having some form of normalcy at no point did I think that at no point was I thinking man I just can't wait to just go see my colleagues again all those great positives all of those were there that could have pushed away the fear that I had, the fear that could have definitely affected my performance. I think I did eventually kind of fall out of it. But as I was thinking about it more, I thought, how many more people feel this way? How many more people allow these fears to cripple them to the point where it can then become an issue of mental health, a blockage, a writer's block, an artist's block, a block to communicate with other people because you fear whatever I do or say it's really just going to end up being negative and time and time and again I've proven that to be the case well hopefully as as more and more of us start to see the benefits in every single thing that we do we can start to move forward knowing that we are actually, there's actually more good that can come out of a day than there is bad. And there's more to be grateful for. I know, I thank the Lord for so much during the day. So much of life and all that he's offered uh, for me. And I look at my life and I just go, this is crazy. This is what I meant by the the Dave album from from uh, the one you dropped last week was such a good album because it really does just show all the positives that can still come from such a such a tough upbringing, and for others who have maybe think that you know I've just had a I've just had a normal life, having an ending crazy happen, you still have good in your life. Be thankful for that. Be still thankful for that. And in each day, if there is rain, right? Think about how great it would be just to, you know, I don't know how great the rain is for plants and, you know, all those things. I know it sounds stupid, right? You're thinking about the plants, thinking about the planet. But those small steps, they get away the fears and the worries and the doubts that can manifest. And what you're just simply doing now is turning that loss, that fear, that worry, that doubt into victory. Anyway... Hopefully that covers that topic a little bit. Um, might have rambled on a little bit longer than I than I than I intended to, but this week we've got a couple recaps to go through. 
We're going to start off first with the best TV show of the last two years, which is Ted Lasso. Oops. One of the best TV shows of the last two years, because there's a secret one I wanted to add on here just before I put on there. Ted Lasso has been fantastic. The last episode, if you haven't seen it, please go watch it. Great cliffhanger. The themes in this show are still 10 out of 10. How they do it, I do not know. And they always find a way to have so much storylines in the entire series, but still do it in 30 minutes. And I think the clever writing that each of the characters have is able to really grow every single person and every single character in different situations and really challenges the roles in which they need to have in order for them to reach their goal, which is fantastic. And uh, kudos to the team who've put it together. It was funny. It was relevant. And I just like the, the way that the character of Ted Lasso, as perfect or as bubbly as he may seem, he still has human flaws. And I love that. Absolutely love it. And another show I wanted to talk about, again on Apple TV+, Plus. I'm really sorry for everyone who doesn't have that, but please find a way to watch it. I'm not recommending you to do anything illegal, but there's trials you can go for. But watch Schmigadoon. That show is hilarious. It only has six episodes. We're already on episode, I think, four or five, uh, upcoming up episode five. But the last episode <laughs> had a really ridiculous song. But again, great themes in that, in that, in that series. And it really is able to, to tackle a lot of questions. Some of them I'm not, you know, I'm just like, okay, they went a bit too cliche on. But the show itself is, is quite funny. It's quite soft. And, uh, but it's definitely not for kids. Both of them are definitely not for kids. Please do not let your kids watch those shows. They're definitely not child-friendly. <laughs> They're definitely not child-friendly. Also, Chelsea beat Arsenal over the weekend. Was it a friendly? Of course it was. But does it still matter? Yes, it does. And I'm sorry to any single person who's in London, you know, who supports the team in London that's not Chelsea. I mean, what's, what's even the point in life? What are you doing with yourself? Do you just wake up every day and just realize you're not the champions of Europe? Anyway, <laughs> I met one of my friends at, uh, at the gym and they're wearing a Tottenham shirt. A Tottenham shirt? Oh, oh dear, a Tottenham shirt. Oh. Oh, what a dead club. What an absolute dead club. But if you want to know more about my thoughts on this, then you can tune in to that podcast I mentioned before uh, that my friend uh, will be doing. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful week. There's no end song this week, unfortunately. I was going to end it on something. But um, actually, you know what? Actually, let's end it on a classic song that I absolutely love. This is a song by Coldplay, and if you haven't seen a music video for Life in Technicolor 2, please do. I have this song on CD and it's great. Pump it out of my car every single time I get the chance to. One of the best bands in the world, right? If anyone hates Coldplay, I don't know who you are. Some, something happened to you. I want to say thank you again to everyone watching that listen to the podcast. Watching uh, today has been a pretty pretty chill day. <laughs> I can't even say worse anymore. Thank you for everyone watching. Listen to me. I can't even get words out of my mouth anymore. But we're gonna let it roll. We're not gonna cut this out. We're not gonna cut it out. We're just gonna keep going. 
want to keep those positive vibes and get those fears out of our chests. Feel confident with what we've done. Feel confident with where you are. Feel confident that God has given you a purpose for something, man. Like someone's given you a purpose for something, and that's God. And keep going on the week. I'll catch you all next week. I'll leave you all to enjoy some good music. It's a blowing. Have a good week. This has been the 543 Podcast. I'll see you all next week. Goodbye.